Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Could be bald and bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, from gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm, sperm cast. Hello, everybody. I just re-listened to my intro that I recorded earlier today, and it's a little over the top. So I'm here to tone it down. It's almost midnight. It's approaching my deadline. I'm past my bedtime. But anyway, point is, basically, I go off on climate change. Because here in Los Angeles this weekend, we had record-breaking temperatures, 121 degrees in neighboring Woodland Hills, which is the highest temperature on record in Los Angeles. At my house, it was 111 degrees. It was awful. The past six years on this planet, not including 2020 because we don't have data on that yet, have had the hottest average global temperatures on record. This is a terrible, terrible, awful, awful, bad, 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 bad trend, and we can't continue to let this happen. So to sum all the stuff up that I went into in my other intro, basically, if the current president is reelected, there is no turning back for the climate. Our species will not be able to recover from the harm another Trump administration would inflict on the environment. So long story short, please make sure you're registered to vote. Just go to vote.org today, right now. Stop the podcast and go there right now. It's so easy. Vote.org. Just make sure you're registered. That's all I'm asking you to do. There are voter registration deadlines coming up all over the country, and they're different in every state. And if you get to election day and you find out that you're not registered, I'm going to be so bucking pissed off at you, and I'm not going to let you listen to this podcast anymore, okay? Because you need to vote. So after you register at vote.org, or make sure that you're registered to vote at vote.org, then you need to vote. You have to vote like your life depends on it, because it really absolutely does. And then, of course, I'm sorry to say it, but you have to vote for Joe Biden. I know, I know, I'm not a Joe fan either, but I'm not absolutely completely terrified by a Joe Biden administration. We can work with Joe. He'll work with us. But we can't work with Trump because he's not going to work with us or for us. He's got his own fucked up agenda. And because Trump has hinted that he will not leave the Oval Office, if there's any question about the election, we need to make sure that Joe Biden wins by an overwhelming margin. So every single vote is going to count. And you know what? Hey, if you want to do more than just vote, you can call potential voters in battleground states to make sure that they're registered to vote. It's so easy. There's a script. You can make an impact. I did it last week, and I'm going to do it lots and lots more times. I actually spoke to a man who had never voted in his life, doesn't want to vote. And after saying, maybe you should just register in case you change your mind come November, he decided that he and his wife would register. That may have been the only impact that I made that day, but it was absolutely worth it. If you want to call potential voters, just Google how to register voters in 
blank state, whatever state you want to call, how to register voters in Louisiana, how to register voters in Texas, whatever you want, you'll find lots of links. Okay, I'm done for the day, but you know, just please go to vote.org just to make sure that you're registered at the very fucking least. Now it's time to thank my Patreon subscribers. Karen K, Julie K, Molly C, Tara M, Lauren G, and Sim. Oh, and Penny H. That's my mom. Her credit card expired months ago, so she owes me big time. Thank you all so much for subscribing. I also have a bunch of people who raised their subscriptions today. Joni V, Rebecca S, Ashley B, Sophie G, Sarah M, Annie N, Kayla S, Stephanie P, Tabitha C, Cassie, and Maya. And I think that's it. Thank you all so much. This week on the Patreon, you're going to get some real updates. You're going to get to hear my NIPT results, which are due in any second. And I have a nuchal translucency test this week. I'm scared, but I'm also chill. So we'll just see what happens. Do you want to join the Patreon and be the first to know how everything's going? Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast and subscribe for $2 or more a month and you'll have access to all of the info. Now, let's talk about my baby and my booty. Today I am 12 weeks and 2 days pregnant. That means that in 4 days I can stop injecting my butt with progesterone, which I cannot tell you is just the greatest news ever. My left butt cheek is over it. I mean, I can't even do injections on that side anymore. I must have hit a nerve or something because any pressure in that area area, (laughs) will make me yelp in pain. Lying on my back is impossible. Lying on my left side is not so great, but I'm sure that the pain's going to let up soon. I'm just so excited to be done with the meds. What else does 12 weeks and two days mean? Well, on Saturday, I'll officially be in my second trimester. What does that mean? I don't know, folks. Maybe it means that I'll be able to start thinking about the future a little bit. Maybe it means I'll let my mind wander a little bit more than I have. Maybe it means that when I tell people I'm pregnant, I won't try to micromanage their enthusiasm and make sure that they know that we need to be cautious about our excitement. So that'll be good. That'll be good. It'll also be good to get my NIPT results and my NT scan this week. Okay. Let's talk about the baby. Today, my little shrimp is about 2.09 inches and 0.49 ounces, about the size of a plum. In week 12, my placenta is taking over the big job of nourishing and supplying oxygen to the baby. My baby's chest walls are forming and they can start practicing breathing, swallowing, and hiccuping. The digestive system is beginning to practice contraction movements. Fingerprints are actually starting to appear. Bone marrow is making white blood cells and the pituitary gland is starting to produce hormones that will one day make more babies. My grandbabies! (laughs) Now that's thinking a little bit too far ahead. Now for my body. I'm in the home stretch of my first trimester, which means my hormones are settling down and I should be feeling fewer pregnancy symptoms. This is kind of true. I'm a little less exhausted. I don't have a headache anymore and my heartburn is subsiding a little bit, maybe kind of, sort of. Although the app says, and I quote, Just as morning sickness subsides, you might get acid indigestion because the surge of progesterone in your body relaxes the valve separating the esophagus and blah, 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 blah. We know all this stuff, or at least I do, and I'm sick of it. (sighs) But anyway, maybe without the progesterone injections and the suppositories, it'll all just level out, and maybe I won't have heartburn anymore. I don't know. 
And that's it for my baby and my body right now. I think it's time to talk to our guests. Oh my goodness, today we have three interviews. Today we're going to talk to Anastasia and her paralyzed pussy. You remember her. Hey, look, she said it, not me. And then we're going to talk to some child-free-by-choice people to see if they've changed their minds over the last two years since I've talked to them. We're going to talk to Janie Haddad Tompkins and Paul F. Tompkins, and we're going to talk to Georgia Hardstark. So here we go with Anastasia. I originally spoke to Anastasia in Season 3, Episode 15, in October 2019. In that interview, she told us all about her condition, cauda equina, and all the treatments she was doing to try and treat it. Do you have makeup on? You look beautiful. Uh, yeah, I have to go to work. You like you actually physically go there? Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> I'm very, I'm going to be pretty on the quiet side because I have Airbnb guests and I don't know if they're still sleeping. Also, oh, he's so cute. He's new. <gasps> What's his name? Sputnik. Sputnik. Is that the dog that went to outer space? No, Laika is the dog that went to outer oh. space, which we wanted to name him that, but he's a boy. Um, oh. Sputnik is the satellite that Russia sent out to space. <laughs> you know, and then it, it turns out that Russia is claiming to have the first coronavirus vaccine, mm-hmm. and they're calling it Sputnik. I mean, the whole competition of anything, it just bothers me. It's just like everybody yeah. share. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? But countries care, I guess. Right. But the people that care are Trump and Putin. Yeah. Which, like, of, of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? I'm good. I'm pregnant. <gasps> but you you, are? I'm still very cautious about it, but it's good. It's very. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. But it's, I mean, it's pretty good. Most people would feel, feel pretty comfortable at this point, but I'm still like, oh, yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. But it's a, I'm a, it's 11 weeks, so that's good. Wow. But um, I don't know what's up. I'm going to actually probably move to New York because oh. that's where my parents are. Wow. I have news, everybody. My Airbnb is officially closed down for the rest of the year, and my good friend Ingrid is moving in mid-September. And when I leave town, she's going to take over. I'm sure I shouldn't be saying all of this on my podcast in case my property manager or my landlord is listening, but I wouldn't be able to lie if they asked me anyway, so it doesn't matter. Point is... I'm probably taking off in the end of October or early November. I haven't got the logistics of the cross-country trip worked out yet, but we're getting there. We're moving forward, everyone. Oh, my God. Are you so, like... I don't know. It's just day by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, trying not to get too excited, but I am excited and happy. And then I'm like, oh, no, my life is changing and everything's upside down and I've got to give up acting and move into my parents' house. And this sucks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but i'm also but, like I, and the reason i'm doing that is because of covid not because it's like i don't want to spend nine months by myself and then newborn right. time by myself i'd like to be yeah, around people like, auditions are going to be not happening right now anyway yeah. yeah so who cares yeah do i even need to tell my managers i'm leaving no I, yes i do <laughs> i know oh. <laughs> man that is really cool that's yeah, so it's good. It's good news. So, okay, but I hit you up because I'm catching up with old guests, and I want to know awesome. how one, if, if how your your paralysis is doing, if you're any of that. Uh, well, that, and I want to know about if anything else is going on. And so, 
Yeah, so there's not really a lot of changes with my paralyzed puss. You were doing like some some interesting treatments back then. I did exosomes last summer before my wedding. It, I don't know. Like, it's crazy because I've only done it once, and I think I'm supposed to do it again. Uh-huh. Uh, which I probably will. Wait, can you remind point. me what it was? The, like- Exosomes, it's like, um, it's like taken from a stem cell. So it's like a treatment, and then they go and they attack, like, whatever is broken. So they would ideally go and attack Who's stem cells? Nerves. Donated? Like stem cells from, yeah, from an umbilical oh. cord. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of other treatments that I, not treatments, but tests that I could do. I, one of them being, um, I don't remember what it's called, but where I, you go and they test all their nerve endings to see uh. if they're firing up or not, to see mm. if it's even like doing anything. Like, sometimes I think I feel something. I don't know. I don't know if it's like phantom feelings. Yeah. And you know? is that just like in life or sometimes you feel like you feel something like just no, while like, you're walking around? Oh, like while we're having sex. Okay, it's just I didn't want to say it. <laughs> oh, I'll say it. I'll say it all day. I feel so comfortable at this point. I talk about it so much that oh. like strangers know. Okay, okay, okay. So how are you mentally then about about that side of stuff? I'm okay. I'm okay. I I, I get bummed out like sometimes, but it's been almost three years. Wow! 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 Which is crazy. November will be three years. Wow. I mean, there's just, it's like, what can I do? Like, sometimes I like let myself be sad and I'm like, all right, like, I'm, I'm just going to like be, make all of my excuses about this right now and just like be bummed out. Yeah. But then like, I, I don't let myself stay there for very long. Well. Is that like fair to myself? You know? Yeah. I'm going to do the exosomes again, I think. I'll probably wait until COVID's a little... Yeah, for L- sure. Less bitchy. You know what? Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to not interact with as many people as possible. That makes sense. So I wonder, is the exosome thing like, I don't know, is it like chiropractic where you got to keep doing it? You don't know? I don't, it's so experimental. It's like in its early stages. Weren't you doing a type of therapy where there, someone was basically fingering you? <laughs> Or did I just make that? Oh up? no, she was like a with like an oh, electric dildo. Oh, yeah, is that, that that's not sucked. what was that called? It was just like electro. It was like um, shockwave. It's shockwave therapy. Did it didn't do anything for you? I don't know. So the thing is, is I there's times where I do feel something. I definitely am aware mm-hmm. something's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what else is super weird is that ever since this happened, now. And this happens to a lot of people who have it. I like squirt. Oh. <laughs> well, that makes must make Har- Harrison Harris. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I know somebody named Mark Harrison, and what? And your husband's name is Harris Markson. And when I got the first email from Harris, I thought it was Mark fucking it with me. I thought he That's was hilarious. sending me like a joke email. <laughs> Wow. But anyway, so that must make Harris feel good. This time we were like, whoa. (laughs) It's not every time, but it's enough that like we got to be cautious about it. But it's it's so weird. And I'm on this like support group on Facebook Uh and other women on there are like, what's happening to me? Like, 
every time I have sex, I pee. And they're like, that's not what that is. There's debate about that too. <laughs> right, right. Who knows? Nobody really, I guess some people think, I don't know. I've looked this one up before and there is no definitive answer. I've scoured the internet, but I can't find the truth. So that area, the whole clitoral area, if it's touched, it like feels like it's on fire. Oh, right, right, right. You did talk about that. I did talk about that. Yeah. Ouch. So that's still happening. And I think that means exosomes worked. Right, 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 right. And do we like that or or we hate that? We don't like it. But, but we like that we think it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Mm, okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <sighs> so, so when I texted you, I said, do you have anything new going on? Mm. And you said, not really. I mean, we're trying to. No, 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 no. And I said, what? That's huge. So anyway, what was that? <laughs> We're also trying to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> we were successful this summer. You were? And then, yeah. Oh, shit. I know. But, you know, it's a huge bummer, obviously. We also got pregnant like the first time we tried, which is very exciting. Wow, wow, wow. Positive. Yeah. Because I know that that is not the norm. Yep, but that's great news. That's great news. Um, and then I miscarried like pretty early. Yeah. Did you already like go to the? No, okay. I was like about to go, mm-hmm. but I and then I just knew. And then we were really sad. But like, my sister in law had miscarried in December, and she was also pregnant. So we were supposed to be like pregnant at the same time. It was very exciting. Oh my gosh! But basically, everyone I know has. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so common and no one ever talks about it. I know. It's so like taboo. Yeah. Now, do people no still one... not talk about it? Because see, I'm like on this podcast, I'm always talking about it. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, like everybody talks about it. But no, I guess people are still not. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I, to- I like tell everybody. Yeah, good. But, but then like telling, like knowing my friends who have them made me feel better yeah like okay well it's I part of the reproductive wrong. process it's you're like b- what happens it's a feel safe in the body of like exactly wrong and so your body's protecting you and exactly the fetus or whatever yeah so it's a huge bummer but then so now now we're trying again that's awesome mm-hmm. that's great that's great and so when when was your miscarriage june did you just go right back into it i didn't get my period again for like five weeks okay which was weird. Mm-hmm. And then we tried the next month and nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it, my like ovulation's coming up like in a week. Okay, cool. So we're like gonna try again. Oh, this is this is great. I'm so glad that you got your that you're doing that. Now, what? So what caused you to make this decision in so the I'm era like, of COVID? <laughs> well, we knew we wanted to, and I am. I've been waiting for this like class at the Groundlings, like the last class. Uh huh. Uh, advanced writing lab which is like very stressful from what I hear from everyone that's taken it and I just have said look I just want to finish out my my time there I've spent a lot of time and a lot of money yeah I want to finish this out and I don't want to be pregnant and stressed out and for the listeners tell everyone how like long those wait lists are well it's been a year and a half yeah, so once so, you graduate from a, a certain level, you have to wait so years. You have to sometimes. wait years. Yeah. Harris waited almost three years. Unbelievable. And that was like years ago. It's a little bit better now. It's shorter for women too, but still, I mean, you're waiting years. Yeah. So it was a year in February. 
And I thought I was going to have to take it or I was going to get to take it in September of this year. Mm-hmm. They offer it four times a year. Mm-hmm. And there's 12 people in each class. Okay. And there's a lot of people ahead of you. Unbelievable. I was like, I just want to take this class and I don't want to be pregnant and stressed out. I want to just like take it and give it my full attention. And then whatever happens, happens. If I get into Sunday company, we'll talk about it then. Mm-hmm. If not, great. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll do this. So that was happening. And then when COVID started, we were like, we don't know when Groundlings is going to open back up. So yeah. what we wait, because no matter what, when it does open back up, I still have like a year to wait. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Just sit around and wait for the next four years for yeah. this like class <sighs> when now is kind of the perfect time. So if we have a kid now, we'll have it by like next summer. So then at that point, I'm fine with having the baby and taking class because I'm married. My mom literally is like, I will come. I will just move to L.A. (laughs) (laughs) This is like fully ready. So where is she now? Cleveland. Uh (laughs) And my brother lives in L.A. and has a a daughter. So she's like, she'll move here. Yeah. And, you know, and I have such a great support system, so I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I just don't want to be pregnant. And it does not seem like that is even a possibility of right. like, the two happening at the same time. Yeah. So. Oh. What is that? Um, sounded like a kid. <laughs> he sounds like a kid. Go, go. Sputnik. Garden. Oh, that's why it's funny if the virus is, if the, if the vaccine. vaccine is called Sputnik. <laughs> no, because I just got this puppy, and of course, ow! His sharpest little teeth. Anyway, oh my god! So yeah, so we're like, let's just do it now. Yeah, I mean, we're better off. So like, yeah, it's like for some people, the uncertainty of COVID is like makes it more scary. But for some, it's like, well, there's no telling what's going to happen, so we sh- might as well do it now. Yeah, and plus, like, obviously, I'm young, like I'm 32, but. With my back, yeah, I do, I want more than one kid, mm-hmm. and I don't know how my body's going to react right to pregnancy. Right, like, is this going to be super high risk? Do I have to be on bed rest? Like, right. I definitely know I have to get a C section. Right, so that's fine. Right, and you know, do you know if um, well, do you think you would feel contractions? Yeah, because I feel cramps. Oh, you do? How fucking fucked up for How you? How fucked up is that? I know. <laughs> I feel cramps and they're really bad in my lower back. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I know. Your para- paralysis just really affects your bladder. It was Is it your bowels too? Mm-hmm. And your, and, and your vag? And my vag and butthole and like that whole – And, the, and like the skin around that area. So like on the anything inside. that would touch a saddle. Right. Okay. But not on the outside, on your outside no. of your hips? Okay. Interesting. No. Okay. Wow. Saddle. It's called saddle anesthesia. So it's like anything that would touch a saddle. Um, your Real name dope. is so close to your, your, what is that called? Condition? Condition. Yeah. Saddle anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> That's your movie name. That's going to be, oh, that sounds like a porn I'll saddle Anastasia. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to react to all that. So I was like, we should just start now and then so that we'll know. Yes, figure it out. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I love it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm excited because if we do successfully get pregnant, or when we do, it'll be like my sister-in-law is due in November. This November. Yes. (laughs) Next November. She's a... She's an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Was it your friend that had the miscarriage recently then? Or one, of my, okay. one of my good friends had one last year mm-hmm. and then got pregnant and now has a healthy baby. Oh, great. Like, yeah, right away. And then my sister-in-law miscarried in December. Okay. And so and then got pregnant like basically right away. Oh, good, 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 yeah. good, good, good. Oh, I hope you get pregnant right away too. I know. I mean, look, the positives are like, we know we can. You know you can. It's great. And it's all, you know, sperm met the egg and and they did their thing and your body works. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. So wonderful. I think it's going to be good. I'm just doing all the like, you know, I have like a green smoothie every day. (laughs) Oh, good girl. (laughs) Doing all these like healthy things. Yeah, that's great. Oh, this has been so nice. This has been really nice, like catching up over coffee, except I forgot to make it. But I had oatmeal right before I talked to you. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Sorry I didn't have a coffee, though. No, that's fine. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I Oh, I can't wait to I can't wait till I hear some good news from you. Feel free to I tell know. me as early as you want. I'll respond in an, the appropriate I'll just send you a picture excitement. of the pregnancy text. <laughs> that's all I need. I'll tell you before Harris. <laughs> Hey, listeners, like I said earlier, if you want to catch Anastasia's original interview, you can go back to Season 3, Episode 15, October 15th, 2019, and give it a listen. Now we're going to talk to some of our child-free friends. I spoke with Janie and Paul on March 26, 2019, back in Season 2, and we talked about being child-free by choice. So I'm going to check in and see if anything has changed. There you are. Hi, y'all. Hi. Hi. How are How you? you? Oh, I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> I'm good. It's like, you know, nothing's different. We just relate to people through screens now. We're just picking up right where we left off. Yeah. Yeah. This is how it always should have been. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I just have a quick question. Has, um, you know, last time we talked, you two were child-free by choice. And I just want to know, like, has the state of the world and COVID-19 and social unrest changed that for you? Have you been longing for a child? Not really. No. (laughs) In fact, it's maybe kind of confirmed some things. (laughs) There there honestly have been times where we were – because we have a lot of friends with kids mm-hmm. where we were saying aloud to each other, I'm so glad we don't have kids right now. <laughs> Just right now. I mean, like, this is like not, yeah. this doesn't seem easy for people. Yes. 
my heart goes out to our, our friends, friends with children. Kids. Yeah, and also to the kids themselves. I feel so bad for not them. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I mean, I'm, I'm kidding, but not in a sense not really because they're, at, they're still at an age of resilience where they don't have any concept of time anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? It depends on the age, though. I know, but it's worse if you have a concept of time yeah. and things are not revolving around you anymore. <laughs> But when you're a kid, time goes so slowly. Yeah, it's true. But now we're all in that place where it's like, but imagine, like kids don't have that feeling that we think of each day simultaneously dragging on forever and then being over in a heartbeat. Where now we're in a new month and it's like the year's almost gone and we've been inside for most of it. Yeah, and at least like kids don't have to worry about like, health insurance and like paying the bills and what the future like that's taken care of for them they yeah, also, yeah, depending, yeah. On what, depending on what age you are like maybe you didn't know much different from now from then to now yeah you know what I mean well I have an eight-year-old niece nine-year-old niece and she's she's really not happy about any of yeah. this yeah that's gotta be tough nine is now. a hard age I think because she yeah. she yeah, wants nine. to see other kids that's Your social. friends are so important. You're Absolutely. So and all she's doing is she's sitting on a computer doing like those weird games where you, you hang out with your friends while you play this game. I don't know. The, what are those games called? Computer games. But what are, they? are they called computer games? Uh, something like computer games, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> those games. Minecraft? Is that a game? It's so hard. I don't know. hard being a parent anyway. But this is a stressful time. This is a stressful time. Yeah. If you like add being a parent on top, I I can't imagine. It's just I know like all my friends, you know, trying to figure out work and school from home and it's just yeah. Yeah, it's I mean not really that hard. I'm saying like like being child free by choice was only convenient because <laughs> twenty twenty was hard. I mean like we had already made that decision in our lives. Anyway, like we yeah. already it had already been convenient. Like we had already delineated <laughs> yes. like parenthood versus not choosing the path of non-parenthood. Like yeah. we had already like made that decision. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like this would have been a hard moment. Oh yeah. Agree. Have you two done any traveling? No. no. <laughs> We've gone to um the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, you know, safe visits with friends yeah. outside, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Matt and Amanda recently. That's in nice the, in their backyard. Isn't yeah. their backyard like the most heavenly seventies? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I started yeah. thinking today that maybe it's because like they, you know, they both have that sort of um, theme park ba- um, background in their their history, and like because mm-hmm. you can see like. That dry riverbed, and it, it kind of yeah. could be a theme park in the seventies. It really could. It is like a. It is like a, a simulated national park. <laughs> simulation. They're that is a simulation from another world. The two of them. I love it so much. <laughs> I feel so yeah. lucky to just know them, be near them. What happened? I, I got a text, salacious. and then Janie felt like she had to read it. Oh, Janie. I just saw sex this and sex that, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's, a, it's Joe Randazzo as a podcast <laughs> where he plays a sex therapist. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. 
Oh my. That's good. That's I a good podcast. Maybe he was contacting a sex therapist for us. Yeah. And was gonna tell me about it after the and I'm fact. just casually taking the information in now. Well, so you guys are you guys seeing more of each other than you ever have? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Like we can get away from each other? So, do you like it or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's (laughs) it is it is funny that it's not something that you ever think about in a relationship. When you're taking what if we're literally trapped together? (laughs) You're taking your wedding vows, and it's like you're going to be trapped together on a deserted island for a year. Yeah, essentially, kind of what's happening. Yeah. Although we have like figured out how to drift apart like we have certain boundaries although i'm always like where are you (laughs) (laughs) like where can i be there's so so few places i could be right now i'm like what are you doing what are you doing out there it's like it's like uh i've turned into like full-on codependent at this point where i'm like wait uh more like covid pending (laughs) oh gross (laughs) But then I'm also like, leave me alone. I want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on my schedule or something. Uh, but we're doing okay. We're that's doing good. Okay. I just feel like we have, we've been together long enough where we got, we kind of have, we kind of know one another's alone habits. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's not like a wake up call of like, oh my God, we've been dating for two years and I realize I cannot live with this guy. Yeah. Honestly, the, the hardest thing has been... You know, because this experience has been so up and down that we're not always in the same place emotionally at the same time. Oh, yeah. And it's really it's not like it's it's it causes friction. It's more like there's nothing you can do about it. You know, if one person is depressed, it's like that's just going to happen for a while until it clears until it lifts, you know. And it's like we sometimes we're synced up and sometimes we're not. Yeah, and like sometimes I'm like, wait, it's my turn to be depressed. Yeah. Oh, what but happens I'm when you're both depressed. depressed at the same time? Yeah, if we're both depressed at the same time, we're like, we got to order delivery because. <laughs> I think I'm going to order delivery tonight. I'm oh, going to get. Order? I'm going to get a salad from the alcove. You nice. like the oh, wow, They've sure. got a really yummy salmon that they put on top. I get the house oh, salad gosh. with the salmon, the grilled salmon. Very it's nice. so yummy. I remember that place having really yummy French fries. They t- should I get French fries yeah, too? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's COVID time. Oh, of course. You know it's why? So- Amanda gave me 25 bucks in Venmo and she wrote an uh, alcove salad with salmon, no onions. <laughs> so I'm going to get that. She told you how you had to spend it. Yeah. It's like it would be like misappropriate if you got French fries instead. It would be like misappropriations of fun. Yeah, no, true. I'm gonna get that and then fries too. Yeah, add the fries. You gotta have the fries. Twenty five dollars isn't gonna cover it anyway. It's true. <laughs> no, with the, the po- fucking alcohol. The post made up, upset the up the and the tip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 and then you're like, you risk your life, okay? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's exactly. Extra. Yeah. 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 It's really fun it. to see you guys. It's fun to it's see fun you too. I mean, I know we're not best friends or anything, but you know, this is really fun. And we're doing a podcast right now. If you want to do a promo swap, we oh sure. Oh what, yeah. What does that even mean? Think about it. An ad swap, like we would we would run an ad for your show on our show. Oh cool. And you would run an ad for our show on your show. I if would love that. Into- 
Just think about it. I don't want to pressure Molly, you. Molly, think about it. Just I think love about it. it. I love the idea, have- guys. I need your listeners. You <laughs> don't need I need you way more than you need me. So, <laughs> yes. I don't know about that. Hi, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. And yet, we're married? And we're quarantined together because of the global pandemic and also because of love. Mm. We started a podcast at the beginning of quarantine called Stay F. Homekins. It was supposed to be a limited series that we thought would be done by now. (laughs) (laughs) But we're still doing it. Join us as we catch up and talk about whatever we end up talking about that week. It's like having a couple friends over to your home. Friends you can't see or talk back to. Those kinds of friends. It's just loose and fun. (laughs) Let's not overthink it. Come on. Stay F. Homekins comes out Late Friday night or early Saturday morning, depending on where you live in the world. Wherever you get your podcasts. Stay, stay safe, stay, stay sane, and, and stay, stay home. home. Really so nice to see those smiling faces. Really, <laughs> You just really filled me up with joy. So thank uh, you. Me too. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye. Those cutie pies. I can't wait to listen to Stay F. Homekins. Like I said earlier, if you want to catch their episode of Spermcast, it's way back in March of 2019, season two. Well, their views on being child-free are unchanged. So let's check in with Georgia Hard Stark and see if she's had a change of heart. It was on Georgia's episode of Spermcast way back in August of 2018, season one, episode 15, where I decided I could probably be ready to pick a donor and start insemination stuff in November. And that's what I ended up doing. So I credit Georgia with helping me get the show on the road. Anyway, you know Georgia from her incredible podcast, my favorite murder they just recorded their 268th episode i mean that's a lot of murders do the stories just keep coming yeah every week like right now let's see we recorded yesterday and i'm like i have no idea what story i'm going to do next week but then something just snaps in my head and i think of it it's just it yeah it it just comes through just keep coming there's so many horrible people in the world who who murder unfortunately it's so wild and i never like i'm not much of a murder person (laughs) (laughs) good (laughs) like a true crime person right but i watched um i'll be gone in the dark oh my god and now i get it i get i get it right does it feel do you feel like uh do you feel like a detective a little bit i don't feel like a detective but i think there's a lot of people who are doing the true crime podcasting thing i feel like i'm more like a like a storyteller yeah but there's a lot of people you know like there's um the podcast on their network murder squad and i feel like you know well one of them was actually detective oh my god (laughs) it's pretty cool yeah wow so georgia yes last time we talked you were pretty much opposed to having kids of your own or anything like that has the pandemic or anything, has the last two years changed anything for you? Are you still telling me? Well, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, there was this moment oh. where I, I was like, the world could end. Like, it, it just like, it kind of threw me off my, you know, access a little bit. Interesting. Or it was just a little like, oh, you know, kind of an existential crisis. And then uh, maybe, maybe we should have a baby if like, 
this is all there is to life. You know what I mean? It's like, we could go at any time. Life is so precious. Wouldn't it be great to, you know, there was definitely a moment of that. Wow. And that's mostly gone away. But <laughs> I think that with me, with every, you know, even when we talked two years ago, it's never been a hundred percent now. Right. It just kind of fluctuates, but it's always closer to a hundred percent now than it is to even 50, 50. Yeah. Where you have these so, moments of like, Oh, yeah. it would be nice to see my husband with with a baby. Totally. And like, Vince, sorry, Vince is his name. I just remembered. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, there's certain ages that I would like love to parent. And then there's other ones where I just want nothing. I have no interest in, you know, a, a three-year-old. That seems very <laughs> stressful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but like, give me a nerdy seven-year-old and I'm, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think that what all that says to me is that I need to like foster kids at some point. You know? That would be cool. That would be super, yeah. super cool. I've always had this, you know, desire to be pregnant and everything like that. Mm, but I always yeah. think about if, um, if I had the money or if when I do have the money later right. on, then hopefully that's something I can do because I think I'd like that too. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. The only thing I'm, I am bummed that I'll never get to experience pregnancy and birth. It does sound really. I've always been interested and fascinated by it. Yeah, that was definitely a big drive for me. So far, yeah. it hasn't been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone who's ever been pregnant is rolling their eyes at me right now. No, like, I could, I've are... been saying it the whole time. <laughs> so I guess everybody. Right. Yeah. The reality of it is, it's not a, it's not a cakewalk. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. It's so cool to get those ultrasounds and see that uh, thing wiggling in there. That's yeah. wild. It's so wild. Yeah. And I haven't had morning sickness, knock on wood. So oh, that's, that's like great. amazing. But I've yeah. had a different kind of morning sickness, which is like my own. I have heartburn stuff that I've <gasps> had on and off for 10 years. So <sighs> it's just started right away. And I don't know if it's going to be the whole time. <laughs> So I've had, I have get heartburn sometimes. And that thing is, it's no joke. That is like, you can't ignore it. It's so painful. It's It radiates throughout your whole body. Yeah. You know, it just takes over and it just makes you, it brings you down. It brings me it down. Cause I, yeah, you can't, you can't ignore it. It's yeah. Just, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The experience of pregnancy. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It's been so funny with the pandemic and, and, um, with, uh, social distancing and staying and being quarantined yeah. and like watching the various people I know with kids and online and like what, who's going crazy and who's doing well. And I think it's, yeah, it's just a matter of age. And I, I, right. I think that I feel for parents and I immediately did when this started where it's like, they're in a, they're having a completely different pandemic than we are yeah, than absolutely. people without kids. It's just a whole different thing. And I, I definitely feel for them at first I was annoyed that people were complaining about it because I didn't have kids and I don't right. have, and I would kill for them right <laughs> and oh, I'm like you fucking assholes yeah. have no idea how lucky you are you're not absolutely alone yeah but I do at this point I mean not just because I'm currently pregnant but right but uh, it's just a different struggle altogether totally and um I feel for the little ones, the ones that are school aged that are, uh, oh, that, d- that don't get to see their friends and they, they, right. they're cognizant of what's going on and their parents are so confused and scared. 
It's going to change. It's going to, there's going to be a change in their personality and, you know, it's going to affect them for the rest of their lives. I don't know if it's going to be positive or negative, but I can see my like older, I have three nephews and one's a baby. So he's having the time of his life. Yeah. So much attention. Right. He's going to be like thriving, but the like almost five-year-old and 10-year-old, I think I just feel so bad for them. They need the structure and the uh, interaction with other kids and they're bored out of their minds. Oh, can you imagine? No, I keep sending them like like toys and books and stuff. Oh, you're a good auntie. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my job in life now is to be a great auntie so that they'll take care of me when I'm old. (laughs) I'm terrible at it. I don't think I've ever gotten any of them a present. I'm really bad at presents. Really bad. I'm bad at presents too, but I I want to be a really good aunt. So that's my Yeah, 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 yeah. And did you feel like you and Vince got a little bit, I'm sure you have more time together. Has it been good for you guys? Yeah. And I feel weird to say, it's been really good. good. Yeah. I think we're both we're both like homebodies to begin with. And we both are, you know, of the mindset of like, you're the only person I can stand in this world. <laughs> it's good. So it's been like, we haven't gotten sick of each other. Of course, there's been a couple of fights, but like, yeah. you know, because of things, not like, because we're sick of each other. And yeah. we just kind of both jumped into our roles really well. And it's been like, awesome. I love it. I love that. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah, he's awesome. And the other couple that I've spoken with, are uh, Paul of Tompkins and Janie. Oh my God. And they're child free by choice, but like adamantly. And um, I don't know. They're just so, they're just so happy with each other. Just, they like each other. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a common thing among people that don't need or want kids. I think so. I think that's Vince's big reason too, is like, we're having the best time. (laughs) Let's not chance it. Or like, you know, I think part of it, too, is the unknown. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, yeah, it, it is very much like, let's not, let's not chance this. This is good. But, you know, that's a whole different, wanting a kid is a different thing than just, like, not wanting to hang out. <laughs> it's, it's more than that, and I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool. I don't know. That's my um, sample of two couples, and and my yeah. my results are... You guys are just happy together. That's why you don't need kids. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. I thought I was going to call you and I was going to call uh, Paul and Janie and you would both be and I'd say, has anything changed? And I, I thought you'd both say, nope. And then I would just <laughs> cut away and be like, well, I guess it's, yeah, you know, okay. but I've actually had it's interesting conversations with you both about, yeah, like, well, the feelings. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be happy if I if I were accidentally randomly pregnant, which I think Vince is always like, what, what did you say? Don't say that. (laughs) But I just, there's no, I, there's no part of me that like wants to try, you know, that Mm -hmm. like is like, and it's a doozy trying. Yes. I don't remember how old you are, but I just turned 40. So it's like, Mm -hmm. at this point, it's not going to be easy, but my sister got pregnant at 40. Easy. Do you guys, I mean, are you actively protecting yourself or no? I'm using, I'm doing a calendar. Oh, okay. Careful around when I'm ovulating, you know. I just don't want to take It's cool to be aware of that stuff. That's good for you. It is. I can tell the spikes in my mood and, you know. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, but I just can tell everything's hormonally changing, even like hitting 40. Yes. Oh, you're you're sweating in your sleep now? Great. 
Yeah, my sweat <laughs> you know? didn't used to smell, and now I smell. Oh, oh no! All right, I can tell you've noticed that. Yeah, great. I also, Thank you. Bodies. Yeah. Well, I also didn't get cramps until I was thirty-five, and then the hormones changed then. Wow. Yeah, mine have gotten worse. Oh, sure. they have. Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. Oh, oh our bodies, ourselves. Yeah. I haven't had my period for three months. How nice is that? There's a benefit. Dude, I, I would, I'd pay for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. You too. And congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm, well, I'm so excited for you. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for you for just for being alive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and enjoying your fun. life. Okay. I am. Uh, I love it. I'll see you later. Thank okay, you so much. Bye. Verdicts in. Child-free by choice people don't change their minds, and that's a fact. Don't forget, if you want to hear George's original episode, it's August 2018, Season 1, Episode 15. That's it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I did get some news while I was recording all of this. You're going to have to look at the Patreon if you want to see what it is. Patreon.com forward slash spermcast. Subscribe for $2 or more a month, and you'll be in the know. If you want to support the show, but you just hate the whole subscription situation, you can always Venmo Molly-Hockey any dollar amount you like. A hundred, three thousand, whatever. Another way to support the show is to rate and review and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you haven't, you're out of your mind. If you're in need of some guidance or just a gentle ear or shoulder to cry or lean on, I'm here doing my fertility consultations. Email me at spermcast at gmail.com and I will get back to you with all of my information. And in general, if you just want to reach me, you can email me at spermcast at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail or text me at 323-741-1818. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at spermcast. There are a few emails I haven't gotten back to yet in the last couple of weeks, and I'm really sorry about that. I've read them, and I really appreciate them. I'm just, I've been a little bit slow. But, you know, according to all these books, I'm, I'm going to have all my energy back, and I'm going to feel like a million bucks in about a week. So expect to hear from me. Okay, I'm out of here. Stay cool. Oh, and fucking register to vote. Vote.org. Love you. Goodbye. He could be bald and bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. An Erios production. Powered by ACAST. 